glass. That's uh, that's my groomsman glass. I thought it said doomsman on it. <laughs> it should. We should get our own you glass should, you set. You should change it. Groomsman to doomsman. I'm not good at changing letters. You know, kids used to do that on their report card, right? I was good at it. Change their, their, their D's into B's. Did you do that? Did you, of course. Did you used to forge your report cards? Yeah. What'd you do? I don't know. Just... I used to fake signature. Like, I, like you're supposed to bring it home to your parents. My parents were always busy. I, I'd always just be like, it's coming. I swear it's coming. Then I just forget about it. I just... I definitely changed some, like, maybe not a report card. don't need to see those grades. <laughs> maybe not on a report card, but on a test or something. Like, you get, uh, these fucking, these, okay. fu- these farm country teachers just use, like, a red pen. Yeah. And you just, you can turn an F into an A pretty quick. Yeah, it's, R- Round uh, off some corners. You should get marks for that, for being inventive and, uh, cheating your way through life. Anyways, welcome to We're Doom Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh. Uh, here with me is Tyler Shasma. Hello, I'm Tyler. Here. I'm here with you. You're here with me. Yeah. It is good to be here with you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we got some good lighting going on in here. We got three MCs now. We got, uh, wow. what else we got? We got, we got a good set. We have a cassette tape on our desk. Tell us about this, Tyler. <laughs> That was really weird. Why are you talking to me like I that? I feel like I'm going to talk to you Yeah, why are you talking to me like that? Because we have a whole camera. Shut up. I'm at a desk. We got desk mics. Oh, that's uh, that's Devin Bateson's latest. I think it came out a couple months ago. I just hadn't seen him in a while. I saw him the other day. He gave me that his latest beat tape, Fishbowl, it's called. Check out Devin Bateson whenever you get your music. Go to Bandcamp and buy his shit, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you get a cassette tape. Do you have a cassette player? Are you able to play this? I think I do have one still somewhere. Um, I just like to keep them all because Devin's good, and he only does so many copies. Um, so I, I have all his all his tapes, but I think I left one in somebody's uh, cassette player. He's also on Spotify. He's a very funny man. I feel like he'd be a great guest on this show. Yeah, we should have him on sometime for Definitely sure. Definitely have Devin on. I, uh, saw him, I saw him yesterday. He gave me that beat tape, and I uh, can't wait to listen to it. I've listened to it online already, I think. But right on. Some yeah. good tunes. Some good tunes. It's a beautiful day out today. It's a long weekend. Are you enjoying yourself? Are you getting outside? Sure. Enjoying nature? No. You're not? Why not? No, I went for I walked the dog every you gotta day. You got to absorb the sun. You got to you can't just walk around the suburbs. No, I walked got to get out into a trail. You got to get lost. That's what I've been doing. I've been stoking out some good hobo camps. Actually, the the, the recent flood stay took a lot away, of them out. Stay away from the fucking hobo camps. Make me. <laughs> you can't even say hobo camps anymore. You're supposed to say houseless. Houseless. The people. dudes I'm seeing don't look houseless. They're building some cool shit. There's uh, the woods right across from me, right along the river. I hope they're okay. I actually haven't seen them since the flood. But there's two decently built structures. There's one's like a legit cabin, made with uh, all kinds of skids and just tarps and. But it's got a, he's got a wood stove going. I always see that when I walk by. So that's smart. That's pretty impressive. Um, the other one's a little more of a wooden kind of crazy structure, but there's enough space in there for a few people. But not bad. And uh, I know I'm like I live in my own house, but like you know, yeah, you pay for when drywall. shit hits the fan. You just want to see what kind of real estate's out there when you have to live in the woods. You know, when the neighbors ransack your place. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> what do you mean? We've been doing this podcast forever. You know what scenarios uh, that could happen. 
It's a yeah. crazy world. Anyways, I'm getting my garden started. Hey, you're always like, you're always like, ready. if I was homeless, I'd just go to the woods. That's what you always say. Yeah. But if you, most people that are homeless have crippling heroin addictions and fentanyl addictions. You can't get fentanyl in the I'm woods. I'm just addicted to the woods. <laughs> I'm addicted to nature, Tyler. I probably do have to have a mental break before I fully go do that. It's coming. To be honest, I don't think... But you're going to want drugs is what I'm saying. That's why homeless people stay in the city. Yeah. There's no, they, yeah, there's no heroin dealers out in the woods. Or they jump trains. That's what a good hobo would do. Jump yeah. on a train. So people, these people that are making cabins and makeshift forts, yeah, they're certainly not mentally stable. But there's still people out there. I, I like... There's no never anyone home when I walk past. Like I've always wanted to just just greet the guy. I'm like, someone who builds something like that, and he must be kind of cool, right? <laughs> he Don't might be a, he might be a drunk, but like he's got good structural integrity. And Don't like, go talk to random hobos you're finding. They're out. just people, Tyler. You talk to them like people. They're gonna t- they're gonna talk to you back. They're not all gonna they're looking to mug me. Some people are just living. Some of them have hard times. I'll bring them something. Bring them some food. Bring them that Salvador doll you haven't hung up yet. <laughs> I have a post. It was hung up. It keeps falling off the wall. I think it's haunted. My Salvador Dolly painting slash poster. It's a poster. It's a poster of a In painting. a shitty frame. That's probably it. I bought the frame at Walmart. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, Want to talk about some fun news stories? We're doomed news. I, yep. Because we all know. We all know we're doomed. So let's find out why. <laughs> let's find out why. You're firing on all cylinders right now. Am I? You just can't keep up, eh? I, I gave you a little, a little bomb oh, hit this don't time. Oh, don't blame it on anything. <laughs> I'm just fired up and ready to go, you're, I guess. You're real fired up. we got a fun topic today to talk you're, about. You're, um, you're fired up. I'm trying to get my head around arugula. it. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot to handle. It's very all-encompassing, our main topic. It's going to touch on many things we've t- talked about before. Um... Man, I don't know what topic to talk about first. So many to choose from, huh? I know. Um, let's just talk about uh, headline raids. Uh, she ran off with 30 pigs. Man trends in China after revealing living girlfriend of four years disappeared with livestock while he was in the hospital. This woman, yeah. this woman just stole her... His whole herd of pigs, 30 pigs. Pig. While he's in the hospital getting surgery. That's not an actual picture. That's not an actual picture. That's a... Picture of a woman walking off with some Photoshop pigs. She's just like, I'm leaving you, and I'm taking your hog. <laughs> like, who knew? Like, is this some kind of gold digging scheme? You hear about gold diggers. This is hog diggers. Well, right? I think she... You embed yourself into a rich hog family. She probably knows there's some money in bacon, and she's like, I'm just going to take these pigs. Yep. If- we don't know what he did for her to want to take the pigs. So she's not some animal rights activist, is she? Maybe. Maybe that could be the case. Maybe she's running off to to some farm to set them free where they don't have to worry about getting <laughs> murdered. Yeah, and they can return back to their wild state of being a I like hog. that. I like that idea better. It, it seems like she just fleeced this guy, right? Like, how much do these hogs go for? And they for? don't say what else she took. Maybe she, like, maybe she already took the house. She already took the car. And she's like, what else can I fucking take? She's, and she's like, I'll just take a... Take They're worth pigs. around $12,000. Like, the whole the whole pack. Huh, that's worth it. <laughs> $15,000. Okay. I'd take $15,000 worth of pigs. 
So there's either uh, a Disney movie here <laughs> where she's running off with the pigs to set them free. Yeah, she's giving them, they all have personalities and... Yeah, and there's just a Coen Brothers movie. It's just like a really fucked they, up They just family. go live on an island somewhere and the pigs are swimming in the water. And <laughs> have you she, seen that island? She's just wearing a bikini and fucking drinking pineapples on the beach with her fucking pigs. <laughs> Grumpy and Sally and whatever their names are. Quit talking, Tyler. You're giving away an incredible pitch. We can pitch this to Disney. <laughs> it's like, what do you think? It's, it's, it's Babe meets Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Meets, uh, I don't know, some other movie. I like I like your thinking, though. All right. Turn this it. into a movie. We're going to pitch it. What are you going to call it? Fucking... Her 30 hog, hogs uh, and a lady? Her, her, her hogs. Her hogs. Pork and... I can see that on a poster. Her hogs. Pork and beans. Pork and beans. I don't know. Those are definitely characters, but uh, I like I like 30 hogs and a lady. 30 hogs and a lady is good. That sounds like your classic Disney movie. I'll write it. Fucking, I'll write it this week, man. You write it this week. Yeah. The whole I'll thing. I'll bring you a screenplay. 90-minute movie. You want a 90-page... All right. Here's your villain, too. Here's the man. <laughs> Here's the duke that got fleeced. That's Poor dude in the wheelchair gets out of the hospital. And all his pigs are gone. That's Where the real pigs? sad story. Where are my pigs? <laughs> well, we don't know. Maybe he was cruel to the pigs. Yeah, they, they're probably getting made into she, soup. She wanted to save them. Yeah, they're going to be made into fucking hog soup. Or, uh... or maybe she's just she's fleet. She's a hog digger. And she's just moving on to her next hog farmer. No. And she's just creating a mass farm of hogs for slaughter. That's a whole industry. It could be a whole industry of that, just, like, these chicks going out. They're, they're fleecing chicks. these guys. Fleecing. He keeps he, saying fleecing. Fleecing. <laughs> is, that the, is that the right terminology? You're Jeff fleecing over there. Um, what's, a, <laughs> what's a good term for stealing pigs, then? Isn't that... Thieving? Thieving pigs? Yeah. But these, these hog hounders, so they probably hog all hounders. work together, and they're just amassing So now pigs. you're making her the antagonist here. You're saying that... Yeah, that no, this I poor like, dude gets out of the hospital, thinking his wonderful girlfriend of four years is no, going like to be the there story, waiting for better. him, maybe with some bacon on a plate, uh, and his hogs will be so happy to see him, and they're all gone. I like the other way better. And she's off to some industrial factory with all the other hog hunters and... <laughs> Do we actually know why she took these pigs? Money. It is oh, the ne- it money. is for negative reasons. She's not saving these pigs. Ah. That's a shame. Save the pigs. Save the save pigs. Save the pigs. <laughs> Do you know that uh, Canada has a, a an invasive pig problem right now? Like wild boar? Yeah. They See, show- I thought America did, but it's so bad in Canada right now, mostly in the West and they then turn like up Central. Every once in a while. But now the states are worried about those pigs invading... The states, like, coming from Canada. But this is intentional farmers releasing their pigs or having pigs escape. Like, these aren't coming from... Oh, these are, like, domesticated... Well, not domesticated pigs. Well, they used like, to be. But, like, pigs, uh, they, they turn real quick, They right? go feral again real quick. And they Their hair goes black. And they go tusks. See, because I thought they were all coming up from the states because they have a huge problem. But it's the issues because the farmers here are releasing them, right? And they turn real quick. I'd love to run across a wild pig. They're scary, man. They had them in Australia. Like, we'd be walking through the jungle. That's the last thing you expect to see so is, like, some boar standing on the path. 
Like we, me and Dorothy were walking. There was like a whole pack of them coming, and like luckily they just ran off. But they do pack up, eh? Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> I mean, like I had to walk back through the jungle at night one time, and like that was the only thing I was worried about. Like I'll take on anything else. There's no predators. So maybe that's where it goes. She thinks she saves them. They go to the island. But then they start turning on her. <laughs> pigs start becoming wild. They start. Yeah, there's nothing her. there to eat, so they just turn on her. Yeah. Wow, eat her. That's that's a great ending. We got something here. With pigs that she once saved, turn right. on her. Bam! Let's just jump right into the next wild piece of news. Naked man driving stolen school bus with dead deer inside leads police on a chase. I don't have to tell you what I did last Thursday. <laughs> wow, where'd you shoot the deer? In the woods. That would have been a suitable answer. In the woods. Yeah, I was going to say in the head. <laughs> okay. So, a strange situation spanning Adams, York, and Cumberland counties in Pennsylvania happened Tuesday morning. So, according to police, this happened at 7 in the morning. Uh, the reports of a stolen bus to be on the lookout. So some dude... Is this before you? They picked up the kids, right? It must have been. Is he a bus driver? I don't think he is a bus driver. Okay. So the school bus then turned west. So they're on a chase. Authorities find it. They're take. They're they're trying to chase him down. He ends up flipping the school bus, and in hot pursuit on foot, he begins stripping his clothes off until he's fully naked, and then he's finally taken out in like some parking lot. Huh. But like bold choice of. You're clothed, but while you're running away, taking off your clothes. I feel like that would impede your ch- the chase. A little bit. <laughs> but when they went inside the bus, they found the carcass of a dead deer. Huh. Right? He brought it in there. It wasn't in there already. Um, apparently, he was bringing it home. He recently killed it or found it killed. He probably found it on the side of the road or he hit it with the bus, maybe. And he was hoping to uh, fertilize it for his garden. So he's going to shred this deer and... Wasn't he even going to try to get some steaks off of it? I don't know what's going on. It must have been roadkill or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what's the quickest way to get this thing home? It's like some bus driver just warming up his bus, going to grab his coffee. Why was he naked, though? I don't know. <laughs> they fucked the deer. He probably fucked the deer. I hope there's follow-up interviews with this guy. Like, I don't... These aren't even the, the person... This is like a, a separate Florida event, but for some reason they're showing me a picture of the dude. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Humanity's in a weird place. It really is. Um, is Maybe this is just a normal American thing. Like I couldn't see this happening in Canada, or we could. It happened anywhere, man. People Be- get naked, they drive school buses. People are getting crazier. Yeah. Wilder. People are crazy everywhere. All right, let's 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 jump to some crazy scientific news. Yeah. Tyler, you like meatball subs? I love them. You absolutely love them? Do you still get them? Uh, Do you go to Subway? Not, not, no, I haven't been Are you a Mr. Sub guy? Oh, Subway for sure, but it's all disgusting. Um, but you, even, like, if you go to a nice little deli sometime, they'll have a fucking meatball sub option. I'll always get the meatball sub. Now, if this was on the menu, would you try it out? A mammoth meatball? Of course. Absolutely. I'll eat an elephant. So I guess they're making mammoth meatballs now. Um, how do you think they get them? How do you think they're making them? From science? From science, perfect. 
All right. So they're not carving them out of frozen mammoths. Definitely not. Well, that sometimes they just call things mammoth, and it's just it's just big. Just a big elephant. It just means big. But this is real mammoth meat. But more than anything, they genetically made it in a lab, right? They took the genome of a of a mammoth, and they were able to recreate its tish, its tissue, its meat, um, and they in a spectacular a display of like what they can do. And basically, they can just make any meat they want through science. <laughs> so it's not actual meat, though. It's like beyond. The Beyond it's, it is fake meat, right? And, you know, this is something being pushed on society more and more. And I don't find it anything wrong with it, right? It's good to have more options. And also, we eat too much fucking meat. <laughs> That's a huge issue. Do you in think, the world. Like, a, like, a vegetarian or a vegan would eat it? Because it's not real meat. Yeah, I think so. Um, but the mammoth meat, bold choice, I wonder what it tastes like. Like, uh, what does an elephant even taste like? Yeah, who's eating elephants? Somebody's had to try it. For sure. Africans do. They hunt elephants. They, t- they take out elephants. Imagine it'd be like a thick, fatty meat. Like, they're muscly, right? Mm-hmm. Be a little tough. A little gamey, probably. But uh, if this, this is where it's going, what animal would you want to try and eat? If you didn't have to kill it, you can just try its meat. Are it like only extinct animals no just any animal really you don't if want, you want. what a dodo tastes like a dodo I eat the dodo bird or a dinosaur like uh yeah, what do you want to eat you got dinosaur. this whole span right i don't want to eat a dinosaur though you don't want to eat a dinosaur didn't they have like giant fucking wild boars they probably had giant wild boars for sure so like yeah like a mammoth wild boar because then you get like the porkiness of it yeah you get a pulled pork sandwich a pulled Boar sandwich, <laughs> mammoth boar. What? What's the name of an extinct big wild boar? I don't know. A wildebeest? No, that's an African uh, that's boar. A, eh. We know what you mean, Tyler. It's something from the uh, the megalithic a prehist- era. A prehistoric boar. The megafauna. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what it's. That's what a mammoth is. That's what your animal is. They're called. They're Saber considered tiger. Yeah, they're considered megafauna because that was a. A time when there's extra large mammals roaming the earth, like. But that time did exist, right? Like that's oh, yeah. a proven fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. In, in fact, we're going to be talking about that today. Why? Uh, that time period. Why did the animals get so small? Um, it's just it's factored into the sh- changing factors of the earth. I'm gonna, it's it's going to be all part of what we talk about today, Tyler. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. I did uh, minimal like, research. I don't like this tease. I just had a question. <laughs> well, we could jump right into it if you want, because the next story I have also was going to be my transition into the main topic. So let's just talk about our main topic. Okay, sure. Something I can't believe I've never talked about or considered talking about till recently. We're in episode 81, and we've never talked about pole shifts. Pole shifts. I think we have. Shifting of the poles. Shifting of our... Magnetic sphere, shifting of the earth, the axis, yes. I think we've talked about it. I think we might have talked about it in passing, but I don't know why I've never thought of doing it as a main topic. Here we go, but I did a bit of a dive, and it's it's pretty scary. It kind of ties in a lot of the things we already talk about into one big, scary event. Um, The earth is moving. The earth is moving, that's correct. We're moving around the sun. That's but right. they don't say that we're, <laughs> okay. we're moving, but are we shifting? 
Uh, we're shifting, we're spinning on axis, uh, but we're also spinning around. Everything's moving. We're all being pulled in axis, and we have a magnetic, uh, we have magnetic magnetic sphere around us because our core is solid. It's made of iron. It's so it creates this magnetic sphere that protects us from radiation from the sun. So all this wonderful combination of movements just gives us this perfect kind of atmosphere that we live in today. It's funny right? that all happens. It's funny how it's just, yeah, like the right conditions. Like, it's questionable, was it created by this or is it natural causes? But we'll get into that. That's going to be tying into all these pole shifts, right? So we can agree that the Earth has a North Pole yeah. and a South Pole. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, so basically the concept of a pole shift is eventually the spinning of the Earth is going to slow down to a point where the magnetic sphere itself will weaken and the, the wobble of the Earth will begin wobbling much larger and it'll be basically fall 90 degrees on its side. So, Indi- so India and parts of South America will now be North and South Pole. Ooh, I see what you mean. And there's debate if this is something that happens over hundreds of thousands of years or if this is an event that could happen over a few days. Like really quickly. Really quickly, wobble right. Wobble and fall. Cause there's like, you know like when you spin a quarter on a table? Yeah. And then it just falls? Yeah. Is that what they're thinking? Like it's that's a good, that's kind of a good description, right? It's losing momentum. But right? if we're a mar, we're not a quarter. Quarters are flat. Is the earth flat and just spinning? <laughs> We're not getting into Earth flat stuff again. Uh, we already did that. Well, we we can have a guest on that can help us with that. Perfect. Um, who who do you have in mind? Nah, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, so this idea of a pole they're shift. Probably it, listening. it is scientifically proven that it has happened before, judging by just the just the movements of the Earth and the cycles of the Earth and. But that what happens. Some scientists debate like how bad is going to be if it happens because. They're agreeing right now that we're, we're certainly in a period of pole shifting. Things are happening. The the very liquid that spins in the center of our Earth made of, like, rich, like, metals and stuff has been slowing down almost to a stop, and they think it's going to reverse soon. <laughs> it didn't say anything bad, like, that, anything like that's going to happen, but that sounds kind of intense. Like, the center of our Earth is about to stop and change direction. It doesn't sound well, alarming or I know, anything. I know what you're going to say, that it's going to fuck with the weather, probably. It's going to, yeah. That's one, one factor. Like um, flooding and if, if you look temperatures. At it, if you want to look at it in a, if it's going to happen in a slower phase, it, it will affect our climate over, over, over time and affect us very slowly. But it will make huge changes. If it is essentially flipping Earth on its side... Over a hundred thousand year period, or maybe more. You got a globe? <laughs> I don't have a globe, unfortunately. We can look at this meatball here, and you can just imagine. Yeah. <laughs> or I could pull up a picture of the Earth. Well, I know what the Earth looks like. You know what the Earth looks. Like. It's just going to flip on its side. Um, but we're here to talk about the scarier one. Um, if this thing is in a gaining momentum to a point when it does shift, it's going to be very dramatic and very quickly. And happen over a few days, and they're thinking this has happened over a cycle of, they're thinking like ten thousand years, seven thousand years, I forget. But this does line up with periods of time where we've had huge like cataclysms. So 
the younger Dryas was about 12,000 years ago. We've talked about that. You know, Graham Hancock talks about that, like the big disaster that uh, took it, took every uh, yeah, which took is out an ancient a, civilization. Which is usually a flood or something, weather. Exactly. So he thinks it has to do with comets. Um, there's another expert that thinks um, all this destruction happened because of a major solar storm. That guy might, might be more correct in what Graham Hancock's thinking of comet setting because what would happen when the Earth begins to slow down and begins the pole shift? We basically lose our magnetic sphere. So that sphere that protects us from radiation and solar storms and solar flares. Oh, so then the sun jizz will hit us. The sun jizz will hit us, exactly. Yeah. So all the beautiful aurora borealis that we see now, that is just essentially going to cut right through the atmosphere and be striking the Earth. And in some cases, could, like, hit with enough impact that, like, completely radiate, radiate the entire area, could set fires... Like, whole plasma might just stretch out and start forest fires, right? Sure. So this could have happened before, if they're thinking this thing happens in a cycle. And it makes sense, because at the same time as the Earth's shifting, it's basically the crust that's about maybe 80 miles below us. It's all molten, right? And it, as everything starts slowing down, it... it all this molten it just becomes loose and slippery, right? So the continents sitting on top of it, right? They're they're a lot slipperier. Maybe so a lot of lava. Yeah. So we have records of the Earth, uh, the continent shifting, right? Pangaea or whatever it's called. They're all you know, over millions of years, right? Continents are just moving around, and that has a lot to do with these periods of the mantle. I think it's called underneath. Just getting loose. It's just like the con- all the continents are just slip- sitting on slippery ice, but instead it's like 12,000 degree <laughs> molten magma that just has no structure anymore because it's lost its magnetic pole. So, so now you have earthquakes going off. Is that going to start spilling out? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to, every volcano in the world is going to start going off. Earthquakes all over the world. Huge. Huge tidal waves all over the world. It's, that'll affect the water. Every the coastal water. city, every coast in the entire world is going to be affected by this. Yeah. Islands are going to be wiped That's out. That's why I always say don't live by the coast. Yeah. So you you can't be near the coast because there's going to be that. You can't be in cities because basically they're going to topple. Like There's going to be winds like so big because the earth's going to stop moving, right? <laughs> But wind the winds is, are good. Wind is scary. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, wind is just yeah. The momentum of yeah, the, the sheer slowing down of the Earth is going to create such momentum that like like whole towers like we're all like, going to die pretty quick. Yeah, skyscrapers are going to fall over. So there's nowhere good to be when this happens, right? No, if it all happens at once in like four days, like you're saying. But I think it's probably happening slowly over a long period of time. But this theory is just one man's opinion. There's a guy. What is oh, his actually name? one man's opinion. <laughs> it is one man, Doctor Chan Thomas. Well, that's he wrote not a book. your opinion. It's so just he's this just. Guy. So he's one of many people that study, you know, the cycles of the Earth and uh, space and space weather. There's space weather, Tyler. Oh, there's weather everywhere, man. <laughs> it's conditions. It's probably going to get foggy at one point. Anyway, Doctor Chan Thomas wrote this book called Adam and Eve, and. It wasn't really about Adam and Eve. It was more of a metaphor. Um, but a lot of what he was writing is about pole shifts and how they affected the Earth in the past and how that's kind of structured history and, like, how we see history and 
how we see our civilization, what we came from, and what could have become before. He believes we were the sixth civilization to come about. There's been five before us that have been completely wiped out by these events. But completely wiped out. Yeah. And then humans have to start again. Like... But Everything not like one or two... Yeah. St- I always thought like maybe one or two stuck around and they start fucking and then they make more humans. There's always a few, right? There's, there's far-reaching they places. They either live way underground and they get past it or they just happen to live. Just, you live in the highlands, you, see, you live in South America. And that's what fucking, if you want to look biblical, that's what Adam and Eve would be. They're the two that made it through and they're like, fuck, let's fuck each other. It's, it's kind of kind of what he's getting at there. Kind of yeah. just like there's a, always going to be a few survivors, and but civilization's going to reset, and this keeps happening. That's what I said. So this is just it was a controversial book, 1960s, right? He goes out, people are reading it, they're into it, but it doesn't take long before the CIA comes in and makes it classified. They take it off the shelf. The book? Yep, it can no longer be published. They completely classified it. Of course, the CIA is going to get involved. Until maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, uh, they finally declassified it. Um, it's actually on the CIA page. Look, I have it right here. I saw it. I was going to say, I saw it on your computer. <laughs> I got it from the CIA page. You should probably stay off these CIA websites. You're going <laughs> to disappear one day, man. I'm not on the black web. I'm not hacking into their <laughs> mainframe here. I'm just saying you're going to disappear one day, and I'm not going to know where you are. It's, it's probably going to be the aliens. It's not going to be the CIA. They're okay? the same. <laughs> We'll get into that. <laughs> um, but yeah, problem is they only dropped uh, about 50 pages. How big was the book? book? Don't know. No one, no one knows for sure. What if it was 50 pages? But uh, it, it it's very scientific, reads very strange. Did you strange. read it? Uh, no, I did not read it. It's <laughs> a lot to read. read it. I watched a 15-minute YouTube video. That's what Some I did. Some other guy read it. Some other guy. I, I planned to read it because it's creepy. Throw it in your fucking... Chat fucking bot. Let the fucking internet read it. You to really you. want a chat bot to read fifty eight full pages to us right now? <laughs> Not right now, but <laughs> I don't have much else going on today. It's basically, <laughs> it's basically the introduction to the book. Um, so it's sure it's got interesting ideas, right? It's there's a lot of esoteric, weird ideas happening in the sixties because it's just a, it's a weird time because of psychedelics and just the changing of society. And more people get into Eastern religions, right? So there's lots of weird books coming out. But why is the CIA just suddenly jumping on this one? Well, the CIA why probably took book? a bunch of books. They probably banned a bunch of books. But why is this book dangerous? In fact, they took they they ended up finding and doing studies about it. Um, that's basically because like, they think that's like the old like the '60s version of just like pulling shit off of the internet. Yeah, the way people do now. Can't find shit on the internet. Pulling books like but people take books like I burn those books. Like this certainly isn't the first book that was just snatched up and deemed dangerous and classified by the CIA. I'm sure there's a lot we don't even know about. But the fact that this one was just dug up recently because people just kind of forgot about it, right? It wasn't a thing. But just this guy's theories of. This is going to be happening in our lifetime. They're not even that wild of theories. They're, they're, they seem controversial, but they're, they seem interested enough to snatch this book up and do a lot of research on it. But it's like, of course we fucking... But, the world's going to kill you eventually. But what do, they know? Humans, like, what do they know? It doesn't, it's not about what they know. It's just they don't want to scare people. They don't want to scare people. 
See, the CIA is probably one of the most powerful organizations in Western civilization, especially in 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 just America alone, right? Yeah, they're, they're running. They're running the show. They're coming for you, or at least creating the programs that are running the show. And it's been proven over and over again. The fact that I can go on their website and just get whatever I want shows how cocky the CIA is about. I'm sure they're cocky, but it's like they want to control the information. But it's not all for a bad thing. They just don't want people starting hippie rumors. <laughs> hippie rumors? Yeah. They're still worried about the hippie rumors. They got me looking on their website. Just, But eventually, like eventually people are going to wake up to this. What they're running. It's just what, was a, I get, what was I talking it's about? It's just a book. The fact that they're hiding this information. What if there is something coming? What if there is a huge destructive event coming? Of course there is. Are they getting themselves ready? Are they getting certain powerful people ready for this event? They won't want people just being scared all the time and hiding in their fucking bunkers. Well, they're already doing a terrible job at that. <laughs> I don't know if you know... This podcast called We're Doomed. Um, <laughs> we literally talk about their shit every week. They're not hiding anything. They're not hiding the fear. They want to spread fear. But this is like a world-ending event. This this thing. If, if it's as bad as I think. Even... See, I'm just going to the far end. And at the lightest end, this could just take a long, long period. It's going to be... It's not going to affect any of us at all in a major scale. But the fact is that... Earth is slowing down, and the cent- center is slowing down, and our magnetic field is getting weaker. I think I mentioned it a few episodes back, that we're seeing pink auras, which is not normal. Yeah, I saw pictures of it, and close, too. So as this happens more and more in a time of major um, sun activity, which we're also in, and like weird, sketchy shit that we've never seen before, we're only recording yeah, for the first time. But it's happening this is the worst slowly, time ever Brain. It's not all going to happen all at once. It might happen quicker. But, like, think every fucking... It's weather. See, the shift will be slow. It's all weather. Every time there's a natural disaster or a hurricane or a tsunami or even a volcano going off, and maybe, like, 40 people die. Maybe 200 people die. That's just slowly chipping away at civilization and human race. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, they'll get bigger and, like... When we die, it'll probably be weather. But it's not going to be lava <laughs> falling. It's going to be like, oh, you're driving your car in a snowstorm and then you're done. Exactly. You know how weather is small talk right now? Soon it's going to be big talk. <laughs> weather kills more people I than know. a lot of things. Soon we're going to be like, how was the weather at the cottage? Oh, it killed uh, killed my Aunt Shirley. It's like, oh, no. Well, weather takes people out all the time. and that's. It, but it'll be slow. It's not going to all happen at once. Not necessarily. This is just one. This is just one event. This is just one thing that could possibly happen. If Flooding. It, it'll be floods. But we don't need. Um, we have floods happening not just because of climate change right now, and that's shifting. I was reading an article today that the oceans have been hitting record level heat for uh, upwards of three years now, even with an El Nino. Or El, El Nino. Nino. El Nino. <laughs> one of the one of the Ninas, right? Yeah. Whatever one is has been affecting the oceans, actually making it cooler. But even with this effect of making the ocean cooler, it, the water's still getting warmer, and that's about to drop. So we're about to face an event that's going to be extremely hot summer, right? It's been like a buildup, right? Sweet. So we're gonna have hot, hot 
ocean temperatures. We're gonna have hot atmosphere, and we're gonna have insane weather. Well, enjoy it. So it was like it's like this buildup of three years, and then just releasing all this shit on us. Enjoy. And then it. we're going into the opposite El Nina or whatever the other end is, where because we have know a hot winter and we know the poles are moving, right? Like that's documented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're shifting. We're we're, we're on a weird little tilt, and like. Every year they document the North Pole is is stretching a little farther. We're wobbling. Yeah, it's it's moving. I forget how many feet per year, but it might even be meters. I don't think it's gonna flip right on its ass though. It it's per, it does. That's what it does. But how quickly is it gonna do it? That's the question. So most so, of science is pointing that it's gonna be a very long process. And then, but this guy's book is saying it's gonna happen yeah. quickly. And the CIA basically scooped it. I think the CIA was just confiscating a lot of just any bizarre material they can get. Because they, they were into a lot of weird shit. We, yeah. We've been into that. So Hippie propaganda, man. I think they just had to look into everything possible. Because everything's a possibility. The fact that they're creating Stargate programs. Making people astro project, astral project and meet reptile people. like Everything's yeah. possible, yeah. The CIA, they're up to some crazy shit. Um... But yeah, uh, there's not much we can do about this disaster if this happens quickly. Um, I was going to say, what are you going to do about it? But uh, you got to have an underground base. I'm going to be <laughs> optimistic and just have fun while the weather changes, man. If it's raining out, for sure, I'll say hopefully that doesn't flood anything. That's the best answer you can do for most of these situations. Just sit back and enjoy life until it happens. Yeah. If it happens. Get yourself a beach ball. Get yourself a beach ball. That's a good... Uh, Put that on t-shirts, Tyler. <laughs> Is you holding a beach ball? Just like get yourself a beach ball. Have some fun. Have some fun, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're doomed. We're doomed. Beach ball. Get a beach ball, man.